V891, The Roar. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial. Or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. V891 The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day, for the first time in Villanova's history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. And stay tuned for details of how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabrielle Rafoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. The Radnor Township Board of Commissioners have approved a single-use carry-out bag ordinance, effective Thursday, September 15th. Retailers and residents have six months to comply with the new ordinance. Bags used to package bulk items like fruit and vegetables, newspaper, and laundry bags are exempt under the ordinance. Several municipalities in the region have banned single-use bags, including Philadelphia, Easttown, and Haverford Townships. Additionally, Narbeth and Westchester boroughs have banned single-use bags. Retailers may provide recyclable bags, however, residents are encouraged to bring their own bags. Under the ordinance, retailers who violate this law would carry a $50 fine for the first events, a $100 fine for the second events, and a $200 fine for the third offense. With this week's Mainline News Minute, I'm Gabrielle Rafool from the WXVU Newsroom. Villanova's Family Weekend is being held September 23rd through the 25th. Family Weekend is an opportunity to spend time with loved ones, connect with the Villanova community, and hear about the wonderful things happening at our university. For up-to-date details on Family Weekend events, including the Saturday Night Comedy Show featuring Colin Jost, the Family Weekend 2022 Guide and the Nova Guides app is now available in the App Store and Google Play stores. Hi, I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear. Filling in for Smokey, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. Dumping our used barbecue coals willy-nilly. Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. That's why I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous or new car scented. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Listen to WXVU for programming through our partnership with Philadelphia's Germantown Radio. Tune in every Thursday at 9 a.m. for Planet Philadelphia, a radio show about our environment. You will hear a mix of environmental news, interviews, music, poetry, and reporting on community events. Planet Philadelphia is for the many Philadelphians who care about our planet. Produced and hosted by Kay Wood. For more information on Germantown radio programming, visit gtownradio.com. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Plenty of sunshine around for your Tuesday, high of 80 degrees. Mostly clear tonight, a low down to 57. We'll see sunny skies Wednesday, a high of 83. And some morning showers Thursday, we'll see cloudy skies the remainder of the day, a high of 75. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to week three of Scoop and Score. I'm your host, Jason Burva, with my co-hosts, Clayton Perona and Matt Topolowski. Uh, ready to recap, uh, recap week two of the NFL season, a little preview action of uh, week three, and we'll see if we get into any college football, maybe some baseball, and any more. So uh, stick around.
to the court with Archie Diakono. Three seconds at midcourt. Jenkins gives it to Jenkins for the championship. All right, welcome back. Uh, some crazy. Well, first off, it's an it was a nice victory Monday for all three of us this week. All of our teams got in the win column week two. Some crazy games out there that we'll recap soon. But uh, yeah, I mean, Chiefs started on Thursday night. So, Clayton, if you want to take it away, uh, kicking it off with the Chiefs. Yeah, I feel like uh, kick, I feel like start with the the Thursday night chronological order now. Yeah, yeah we'll do it to uh, last week I got a little carried away with the game, <laughs> <laughs> but we're setting time limits now to make sure. We yeah, so uh, I'm gonna try not to talk about the Jets for more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll have a timer ready next to me. <laughs> I don't know. This week's tough. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are some big comebacks, especially with the Jets. The Giants somehow won, but yeah, starting with the Chiefs, my hometown team. Uh, from Missouri, so it it makes a little bit of sense here in Philadelphia to talk about them for this long. But we're gonna start. And Thursday night happened. A lot of people thought the Chargers should have won that game, and they had every opportunity to. They just were not the better team. They they played well, but it's it's a wins and loss league. You are what your record says you are. Bill Parcells. We we can go into all the analytics crap and nonsense, but none of it really matters when you look at who won. And what the record says, and the Chiefs now are on the fast track to winning the division. That was a massive game. It's crazy what week two has all these implications, but but here we are. And I, I think the biggest part of what stuck out in my mind was just Justin Herbert is not he's not great. Like he he can make plays, he's very talented, but when it comes down to it, can he win you a game? And the answer is no. He's failed time and time again. He's in his third year. He's never made the playoffs, which it, it seems young, but Joe Burrow last year made the Super Bowl in his second year. And Patrick Mahomes' second year starting, he won a Super Bowl, and he made it to the AFC Championship in his first year. So it, there's some serious questions I have if you're a Chargers fan. if they, if they, I mean, you've got to say Herbert's the guy because he is the one of the most talented quarterbacks. I mean, but. pure talent-wise, you would say he's up there, but you do have – Joe Burrow's always been a winner. And if you look at Herbert – in college, he never won anything with Oregon, and now yeah. two years in the NFL, he hasn't won anything. So he's immensely talented. His ceiling is about as high as anybody, but I think he he really needs to prove that he can win these primetime games, he can make the playoffs, 
and he can really put the team on his back because to be in that elite tier of quarterbacks, you really need to be able to show your talent, not just at, not just against the Raiders at one o'clock, but you need to show it when it matters against, I mean, this game is, this game is huge because although it's only week two, these two teams look like the only real contenders out of the AFC West right now. You have Hackett, who's a complete buffoon over in Denver, <laughs> and the Raiders. Teams that start 0-2 usually have a tough time. It is early, but they have a tough time making the playoffs. And they that was just an utter collapse against a team that is pretty poorly coached in Arizona. But Herbert needs to – he has the talent. He just needs to kind of put it all together, which he hasn't done yet. Um, I don't think this game mattered. Like that, well, it mattered, but like I don't think it's like the end of the world for the Chargers compared to what I think a lot of but, people think. But that's a game you have to win. You I, have the Chiefs on the ropes. That. I understand that. It's in Kansas City. They but they throw a 99-yard pick six. I, yeah, I, they – I mean, early in the game, it looked I like the Chargers that. were going to run away with it, and they failed to capitalize early. And then – Which they've done it, time and time but again. It's, I think that, that pick is more on the coaching staff. Everett just caught, what, like a 20-yard pass? He's calling to the sideline to come out, and there were, there was a lot of time left. I want to say there was six. Yeah, look, there was six or so minutes. The coaching staff leaves Everett in and makes him the vocal point of the play call. Yeah, that's that a really bad, bad uh, decision. Uh, you can tell on that route by Everett, he is gassed. Yeah, and well, the Chargers have a roster mismatch, but I think the coaching like is what's going to determine the difference between the Chiefs and Chargers because. Uh, but the, the Chiefs, Chiefs don't have good the, coaching either. Well, the Chiefs have better coaching than Brandon Staley calling I mean, ridiculous plays. Andy Reid is he, – he's consistently been one of the top coaches in the NFL for a long time I'm not going to fret because yeah, of the but Chargers – he gives way too much power to Eric Bieniemy. The and Chargers – seen no the, team wants him. He's like – he he should be like the the top uh, top candidate every week every year for a head coaching job, and he just isn't. Like, no team wants him. He's not very good. He doesn't spread the ball out. He ran Tyreek Hill out of town. The Chiefs are not don't have great coaches, and they're consistently outcoaching the Chargers. I understand, but the the Chargers have the roster; they have everything. The pass rushing, I def, definitely thought was effective. Uh, they didn't have Keenan Allen that game, and J.C. Jackson just came back. They were on the road, mind you. Like if if they lost at home, that w- that would have been bad. But they were on the road; they were already four and a half point underdogs. Arrowhead's a tough place to play, so I'm intrigued to see how these teams match. But, but they more. didn't lose because they were at Arrowhead. They lost because of clear mistakes that no, the coaching staff made that. and clear mistakes that Justin Herbert Yeah, made. I mean, it's it, it's more about the fact that they had that game won. They did. They did. And and you know what? That that can't that can't be a, hopefully that's a reminder to them that they got to finish games out. It's going to be a good battle between the Chiefs and the Chargers. Because we saw last year just, that the to Chargers— solidify the Chiefs are by far— the Chiefs, well, the Chiefs and the Bills are the top two teams by far in the league. Um, like maybe, maybe Eagles or Bucks are up there. I, the, I don't know how you can say the Chiefs are after watching Thursday night. The Bills and the Chiefs are the clear the top. Chi- two the teams. Chiefs were not good on Thursday. It doesn't matter. They were facing a really good opponent in the Chargers, and the Chargers just absolutely collapsed. The Chargers lost that game. You're thinking, you're thinking negative. You're thinking the Chargers lost. I think the Chiefs won. The how? Chiefs played good defense. How? They played good defense. They, they had, let the Chargers they drive had 13 down the field multiple po- times. They had, they had points f- that they scored from their defense and special teams. So Mahomes didn't have to do everything that game. And sometimes sure, but you Mahomes can't, you can't, can't carry count a on team. Justin Herbert throwing a pick six on the one yard line every game. That won't happen every game. But exactly. Can, so they're not going to win most games. Well, if that doesn't happen, they don't win. The Chiefs can. The Chiefs will. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the Chiefs still have the pieces to beat the Chargers, and they did. They did. That's what you want. 
That's what you want from top teams. Get the to beat the Chargers, the Chargers who have never made win, the playoffs to Justin win Herbert. games close, and that's what the Chiefs did. It doesn't matter. The Chargers roster. I, I don't know how you stats. could watch the Thursday night game and then the Monday night game last night and say that the Chiefs and Bills are on the same level. If there's just think, clear, clearly if not. You don't think so, that's the Bills fine. are in uh, the Bills are in their own. The Bills are in their own. Team. And then it goes like Dolphins and Ravens. Both that, of them looked a lot the better Bill, than the Chiefs we'll did. When, we'll see when the Bills play the Chiefs at Arrowhead, which Justin, but Josh Allen is like what one and two, in Arrowhead. Uh, that would be a matchup to determine the best team in the league. But sure, if you want to put the Bills number number one, do it. And then the Chiefs are. I don't even think the Chiefs are like top five. The Chiefs are num- the Chiefs are top two. I mean, why? Why? Give give one reason. Because why. who are better teams than the Chiefs right now besides the Bills? In the AFC or overall? No, overall. All right, Dolphins. Dolphins. Ravens. Ravens. Who just lost to the Dolphins? Yep, yeah, they're both they're both better. They're both better than the Chiefs. Yes. Okay, who else? Who's I'd better? say the Bucks. The Bucks defense looks fantastic this what weekend. What about the Bucks offense? They're Bucks good. Offense they're good enough to win. The Chiefs. They didn't. They didn't have. They didn't have their enough. top three receivers. Once Evans got thrown out of the game, they didn't have their top three receivers. The Bucks have a, still have a good running offense, but they're not as effective offensively as the Chiefs. How are. can you say the Chiefs are effective offensively? They because, didn't do anything because the Chiefs are still moving the ball without Tyreek Hill. So that's due. No, to they're not moving the ball. That's due to they're good, not moving the ball at all compared to, to last year. That's it's to, so different. Your ceiling's not that high, but you're still a good team. How? Because you're two and zero. You play good defense. You play good offense. You play good special teams. That's what you want in a win. Playing all those three effectively together. The Bills are just a little bit better, but the Chiefs are not like. <laughs> Saying the Chiefs are not a top five team right now is honestly pretty absurd. Uh, yeah, that's that's a very bold take. That, that's a very bold take. I know. I, I, did you guys watch the game on Thursday? Yes. Yeah, I watched the game. It, the fine. Chiefs did not look like a top five team. Doesn't if, matter. If, if anything, you there say, were like 10 different times where if one thing goes different, the Chiefs lose that game, and we're sitting here saying, that are the Chiefs even a playoff right, team? You can say the Chiefs are not a top five team, but when you're comparing— You can't, you can't say the go from not a playoff team— when you're comparing 32 other teams— the second best team when in the you're league. Comparing, when you're looking at 32 other teams, the Chiefs are a top five team. You can say the Chiefs are not a top five team, but you're not comparing them to the whole what do you, rest what of the What do league. you think top five team means? Well, you don't think they're a top five team. I am comparing them to the rest of the league. No, you, yeah, you think the Dolphins and the Ravens are better somehow? Because I the do Ravens the blew a 21-point lead? To, the the Dolphin, second, to a very, very good the Dolphins, Dolphins team. And the Dolphins were in a 25-point deficit. The, and they were able to come back from that. To well, to be fair, the Ravens had... They had two. They had like a fourth and fifth round guy, and then a guy they signed in their practice squad twenty four hours earlier, playing defense against Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Doesn't matter when you have twenty one. Uh, finish the game. That's never happened before. It's never happened. You choking a twenty one point lead yeah, in a fourth. That, that was fourth. terrible. That was awful. I mean, and John Harbaugh's a good coach, so you would not expect him to blow a lead the like Dolphins that ever. Do not have the defense compared to the Chiefs. Do not. They do not have the defense. The Chiefs personnel. don't have a, fan, a great do defense at all. Personnel. Top of. Herbert threw three touchdowns. The Chiefs' and should have defense been is not four. that good. The Mike Williams just the absolutely cooked them for the, the first three quarters, it, and they stopped throwing it to him because that coaching is not very good. They're respectable, but the Chiefs' defense? Not, no, they're not. Yeah, thank you to a great coach, a great coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo. Know that name, ladies and gentlemen, because that man is Super Bowl. Yeah, because Mike Williams had eight receptions for 113 yards and a touchdown in the first, like basically, quarter, or first half, and then a little bit in the third quarter, and the Chargers just decided we don't want to throw to him anymore. Well, that's a coaching issue. Then. It is a coaching issue, Which but when the they but when they were trying on. to win, and for every reason they stopped, the Chiefs were not doing that well. The Chiefs' defense looked terrible. And if, if, if just if the like fourth round rookie cornerback doesn't bait Justin Herbert into throwing it on the inside of a gas wide receiver and take it back to the house on the one yard line, 
we're sitting here talking a com- saying com- something completely different about the Chiefs right now, and we're asking if they're even a playoff team. Yeah, because they, they I mean, did not ha- look good. Look, had they ha- had they lost to the Chargers, I think people would still say they're a playoff team. I mean, we saw last year they looked even worse than they have this year, and they still found a way. They're a top to five team. Be very competitive throughout the year and make a run at another okay. Super Bowl because they're, they started getting Tyreek Hill involved, and all, all of a sudden you don't have that anymore. Your, your tackles are looking worse than ever. One receiver can't carry a football team. I mean, it, they can't. You can't open up an offense. Sure. Look, look at what happened with Miami last year and still, Miami this year. They're a completely different team. You could still One receiver games. has a huge impact. So you would take the Dolphins. Look at what happened with the Bucks this weekend take, when they didn't have Julio or Godwin. If and the Evans Dolphins got and the Chiefs played each other, you would take the Dolphins. Absolutely. And if the Ravens and the Chiefs played each other, you would take the Ravens. Absolutely. The Ravens beat the Chiefs last year, and the Chiefs got so much worse. The Ravens didn't make the playoffs at the end of the day last year. Because their whole team got hurt. I know, and they're starting to get hurt now. Still, yeah. defense is terrible. Uh, do, do we do we transition now into, I guess Ravens Dolphins? We were already talking about it. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you would say that the first three quarters, Lamar looked like he was having his breakout game, rushing and passing, after a great performance against the Jets. Like MVP Lamar is back, and then Tua out of nowhere. I think he threw four. He threw. Did he throw four, four touchdowns, touchdowns in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Yeah. Five yeah. on the day. First, first Dolphins quarterback with five touchdowns since Dan Marino did it in 1994. Oh no, he had six today. There's six yesterday or Sunday, whenever. Mm-hmm. So I, I to, is two of the answer in Miami. Well, the one thing is that you can't just overreact to one game. Remember when uh, Mitch Trubisky threw? <laughs> I think it was 350 yards and six touchdowns against the Bucks. Uh. Yeah, so you don't want to overreact, but I think it's more the fact that Tua and Waddle are arguably the best wide receiver duo in the league. More arguably than with Tua and Hill. <laughs> yeah, Tyreek and Waddle are the best receiver. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, I got what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I said Tua instead of Tyreek. Yeah. That's, yeah. But, yeah, Hill and Hill and Waddle are arguably the best duo and in the they, league right And they now. had an insane comeback. Like, yeah. That's stuff that winners do. Improved offensive line, so Tua has time in the pocket. Better um, coaching. Better coaching. Everything was for this development of Tua. Better receivers, better line, better coaching, and it's working out. It's working out really well for Tua because he threw for 469 yards and six touchdowns. <laughs> he had a comeback against the Ravens. They were away. Um, and it's going to be intriguing next week because the Bills don't usually play well in Florida, and they're at the Dolphins. So we'll see. I don't think they're in the top crux of the AFC yet because it's still two weeks. But I think the Dolphins are definitely a team to watch out for. I mean, They've looked better than almost every AFC's, AFC team through the first two weeks of the season. Yeah, no. So they, it's a small sample size, but based on that, they, look good. they are. Week, week they look one, good. I'd say, I is not a – I mean, I, I guess beating team. Belichick is good, but the Patriots, as we they're, – they're not good this year. Their offense is terrible. Yeah, you can't overreact to records, like, right away. But, but I, 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 will, I will say, yeah. the, for the first seven quarters of the season, the Ravens looked like the best team in the AFC, arguably. Yeah, the problem is the Ravens have no, like – they have Lamar Jackson running, and that's it. They have no running backs. Well, they they need to get Dobbins. They back. need Dobbins back. They need 100%. Dobbins. Kenyon Drake was terrible. Yeah, I think he had six carries for eight. Bateman yards. though, Bateman looks like a good. Yeah, he, he looks good. And Andrews, uh, so I think he's got weapons. Duvernay left with a concussion. Mark Andrews is a top top three tight end in the league. I'd say top two. 
and yeah. just they they those injuries on the defense are going to kill him. They killed him last year. Marcus Peters didn't look good. He was on a snap count. Humphrey tried to play through that. I think it was a groin injury. He 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 didn't play on the last two drives. I want to say. So they they need to fix their secondary because you cannot have uh, a fourth round guy covering Tyree Kill one on one when you're up by seven late in the fourth quarter. That cannot happen. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he was one on one. I think it was more just their their it secondary. Was, it was a uh, they their it, safety messed up. It uh it, it it looked like it was a cover zero, and the corner thought he had safety help, but it was supposed to be like a drop back kind of man zone coverage. And that's it, that's just coaching. If you're running cover zero out yeah, there, that, yeah, that's. I mean, the, that's basically what we did when we uh, two years ago. Like we just blitzed right a cover zero. And then with Greg Ruggs, Williams, yeah, and then Gr- Rugs <laughs> beat us deep. So that that is team should have looked at what we did and said, do not run cover. And also with Hill and Waddle, yeah. you cannot do that. All, and Marcus Williams is arguably the best guy in the secondary there without Peters and Humphrey healthy. So you would think you'd want to utilize your safeties and coverage and not put the all. I mean, you just can't if your fourth round rookie covering Tyree Kill. Yeah, they have a lot of roster issues. They still have to figure out if they want to be a contender. Actually, actually, more than I thought ending into the season, and it's showing. Their defensive personnel is really injured right now. They have no running back. Their O-line's shaky. Um, and Lamar's playing on a contract deal. Yeah, well, and there's rumors he could get traded. So, Well, he's uh, he looks like he's doing a little Aaron Judge action where yeah. he's just going to try to show he's out this year off. in a contract year. We'll see if that works. All righty, you want to go to the next game? You want to talk about the Jets now? <laughs> Let's do it. Jets Browns. All right, start the timer. Well, with How uh, about those Jets? Jets. Yeah. Jets. With like Jets. with 2 minutes and 2 seconds I'm thinking we're about to be 0 and 2 again. You gave up. You, you I, shut your laptop. I shut my laptop. I just sat there like looking at the floor. Um I had a guy screaming about well not now he was just fist pumping, but was previously screaming about every Nick Chubb touchdown went to fist pumps. I was sad. And then, oh, on the red zone, they show Corey Davis, super long touchdown. It's like, woo, awesome, cool. Those are like fantasy points, whatever. Now it's a one-score game. And then, so, like, the least Jet thing I've ever seen in my entire life. The The Jets don't win games like this. It's always the same old Jets mantra. When Salah, all the coaches after last week were like, we're a good team now. It's not the same old Jets. Coaches are always going to say that. You don't really getting believe, the receipts. Yeah, you don't uh, believe what they're saying when it's the same old story year after year, and somehow some they get the. Not only do they get the onside kick, they use most of the clock to drive down the field, and then just when it's the classic Jets, Brissett runs for twenty yards after when the Browns get the ball back, down by one with like twenty seconds left. He somehow runs twenty-one yards. Ashton Davis had not played a single defensive snap the entire game. Gets subbed in because our safeties are tired after letting Brissett run for 21 yards. Gets the game ceiling pick. It's the most it's the most improbable one I can think of as a Jets fan in a long time. And hopefully this is a uh, momentum changing win because we hadn't won a game in September since 2018. And in the NFL, if you don't win games early, it's really hard to turn it around. And what a lot of the guys said in the locker room after the game was that when you have that winning feeling, you don't want it to go away. 
And a winning feeling early in the year is something we haven't seen since 2015, 2017, 2018. So it's it's a win against uh, Jacoby Brissett and the Browns. I'm not going to get too excited a about it. A win is a win. But a win is a win. It's a win in September. And Salah now has a chance to He's get those receipts. He has a chance to get above 500 for his, the first time in his NFL career. We face a Bengals team that has looked terrible on offense. Terrible. They'll be motivated, though. They, they're going to be super motivated, but we somehow beat them last year. They're worse, arguably worse, than they were last year. So we'll see. But I, I could not put into words of what that comeback was. It was. It's just the Jets don't do that. They, 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 they. That's the least like that's the least Jet thing I've ever seen. It's making me emotional. If you're a Browns fan though, and you, you if you're looking at this game, like the goal really is to just tread water until Deshaun Watson gets back. And if if you blow a lead like this, or if Nick Chubb goes down. Game's over. The game's over, and the final two minutes and says scoring a touchdown. The game is also over. Chubb. Chubb has done that. I, I think two years ago yeah. against the Texans, he had like yeah, a sixty-yard run people, and he fell. People always get mad and people like girly, like, girly, girly too. Yeah, fancy points or like if you're betting the spread. They made a lot of mistakes but, though. Mine, like Chubb, like shouldn't have done that. But like, okay, Chubb scored a touchdown. You have thirteen with two minutes left. Yeah. Like, well, still win the game. Yeah, well, that <laughs> like that, uh, return the outside kick. Don't mm-hmm. score two touchdowns. Well, th- that that Corey Davis play. They still have a chance to win the game. We have forty seconds left to, yeah. to kick a Ward, field goal. Ward completely blew his coverage because um, previously on drives earlier uh, they had more run like an out route, and twice he burned Ward. So it was the same. It was the same personnel, and Ward was lined up on Davis. So Davis made like a little cut to the outside. Ward completely jumped, and the in the safety, I mean Denzel Ward in single coverage. Usually you don't need that sa- safety blanket. So they had the safety go over to Moore's side, and Davis was just wide open for that eighty-yard touchdown. And that us scoring twenty seconds into that drive, that that that's what gave us the chance. And Braden Man was terrible last week. Did not know that he was dealing with, I think, back tightness or something. Came back this week, punted well, executed a fake pump pass, and then a, an amazing onside kick. I mean, w- without these running starts, onside kicks just don't work anymore. And that thing, it didn't even bounce off of a, of, uh, a brown. It literally rolled uh, 10 yards somehow. Somehow, n- no one on the browns jumped on it. Yeah, that guy will be yelled at at uh, film. Yeah, well, actually, it was uh, they had Amari Cooper out there oh. to secure the oh, onside God. kick, and he didn't touch the ball. <laughs> oh, God. A receiver on Hans team not doing his job. Yikes! Uh, I'm proud. I'm proud of the Jets. Good for the Jets, honestly. Uh, yeah, I mean, really good. Offensively, they look stat wise, they look good. And uh, Garrett Wilson. Oh, Garrett Wilson is a stud. His his route running is unreal. He had he had one bad drop, but Flacco actually missed him two more times in the end zone, where he beat his coverage. Yeah, I, I mean, thought I thought Moore was going to be the vocal point in of the offense, and Moore's a really talented player. But Garrett Wilson is the best receiver on our team, and I think he'll be the best receiver out of that out of this draft class. I, as a Jet, I mean, we haven't had a receiver that can. Can get open like that since, I mean, Brandon Marshall didn't get open. He was just a monster in the red zone. It's just when you uh, the guys we've drafted in the first two rounds, 
you think of like Devin Smith, Stephen Hill, Denzel Mims, Jets receivers don't usually pan out. And now the past two years, we've gotten Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. It's a great job by Joe Douglas helping. With Sam Darnold, he got no one to help him. And now it's when Zach Wilson comes back, he'll have a wide receiver core of Garrett Wilson, who seems ready, Elijah Moore, who's still a great player, and Corey Davis, who's arguably a top three wide receiver, third wide receiver in the league. Yeah, they'll be competitive. So I'm glad for the Jets. Thank God. First, of se- first September win since 2018. It's freaking terrible. Are we are we good with the Jets now? Yeah. Right. Jets. <laughs> that, was, that was seven minutes. All right. That was good. That was <laughs> not good. bad. Not bad. That was, yeah, better better in the past. Well, I tried to. I if anything, I should have talked more about this game, but uh, uh, it's fine. Well, last week I got a little carried away. Seems like a season <laughs> preview almost last last week. Yeah. Well, but before we get to their next game, it's 128 here in Philadelphia on Villanova's campus radio station, WXVU 89.1, The Roar. And The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day for the first time in Villanova's history. Listen to our programming anywhere on the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. Stay tuned for details of how WXVU's plan to celebrate this exciting milestone. And then as we get to our next game, Commanders, Lions. Lions win 36-27. to Commanders were shut out for the entire first half and just couldn't recover. Uh, they kept they, they tried. They made a resilient effort, but uh, too little, too late. Carson Wentz is a lot better than I thought, stat-wise. But St. Brown, for the Lions, is starting to emerge as a top-10 receiver in the league in, in, in a really important target for Goff. I mean, he's a top five fantasy receiver. The guy, yeah. I think he's had what over seven catches and a touchdown in six or seven straight starts. Yeah, that's that's unheard of. He's been incredible. Hutchinson was good. Hutchinson had three sacks against a good Commanders O line too. Uh, I think the Lions' defense is still bad, but they have their future pass rusher. Um, what does happen this game? Yeah, pretty much the Lions. The Lions scored uh, scoring back-to-back 30-point games. Uh, that offense is scary. Their offensive line, I tweeted about this. I don't know if you saw, but they're getting their running backs are getting 3.7 yards per carry before contact. 3.7 yards before contact. That means the linebackers are hitting the running back until four yards after the line of scrimmage. Like, that is incredible. That is a testament to the offensive line, and they're lucky they have a good running back in Swift, and Jamal Williams is a good backup. Like, Swift is not getting touched until, like, second and six on first and ten plays. Panay Sewell, uh, Decker, Ragnow, uh, credit their old line coach because, man, the Lions in the trenches are becoming a lot like Dan Campbell's personality. Tough, gritty. <laughs> Uh, you know, building a culture, and I'm riding the Lions for as long as I could, can until you know eventually they gotta find a new quarterback though. But this well, defense, th- th- their team is tenacious. Having Jared Goff as a transition quarterback to stay competitive a, is the he's perfect a good transition move. Quarterback. Yeah, he, he's just he's just like fine as an NFL quarterback. He's not gonna win you games, but he's not really gonna lose you games. So yeah. it it puts the onus on the re- on the rest of the team. And with Dan Campbell, all these guys are playing hard. And honestly, I think he may be the quarterback next year because unless Brad Holmes makes this stunning trade, they will not be in the position to get Stroud or Young. Goff might be better than both of them anyway. 
I know. I don't think, I, I don't think either of those. I mean, we can talk about college football. Stratus, I don't think either of those guys are going to be a, uh, that big of a future well, for. As a big, uh, I know Tapa, you're a big Richardson fan. Maybe they could get Richardson. Yeah, Richardson. Me next Richardson year because Richardson look looks good. like he's staying back. <laughs> <laughs> he's been. He's definitely re- really raw. But that's the Lions right Richardson now. Richardson should definitely. Yeah, and stay. look, we we talked about last week how when you have such an emotional coach and Dan Campbell, like you got to start getting wins. Otherwise, it's going to get pretty old if you're that emotional with two straight. 12, 13 lost seasons. So, getting this win is big. You're 500 now. The Commanders looked looked decent before. Now they're questioning if they're really even that good. But and they got a good chance to beat the Vikings and go two and one. Uh, and that's going to be a really important game because both teams are one and one in the NFC North. The Packers are still good, but they're like their ceilings limited due to Devontae Adams leaving. So that's going to be a really good game next week. Yeah. All right, Bucks Saints. Bucks Saints. Buccaneers won twenty to ten after a seventeen point fourth quarter. It was tied three three going into the fourth. Jamo, what are we ugly. doing? Jameis Winston struggled. Tom Brady was yelling at to everybody. Jameis Winston had the back fracture issues. I don't know why he even played. He shouldn't have played. Yeah, I don't even know why he played. I mean, it's an important game. Why did why, why didn't they use Taysom Hill more if Winston was dealing yeah, with all well, his injuries? Sean Payton's gone, so people, yeah, they might not like Taysom Hill anymore. Yeah. And yet, Kamara didn't play. Yeah, that was as ugly as a loss you can get by the Saints. Because Brady played terrible, and the refs gifted the bu- the that one uh, roughing the passer penalty was horrible. Yeah, literally gifted the Bucks that drive. Brady is protected by the refs once again. That's back. Brady being protected by the yeah. refs. Oh yeah, that's but the so Bucks back. defense, they're, they're the Bucks defense looks really. To good. be fair, uh, it was against. Sure. A guy who has thrown, I think it's 70 touchdowns and 90 interceptions in his NFL career now in Winston. <laughs> sure. And then a mixture of uh, Dak, who just didn't look good, and then Cooper Rush yeah. in that in that uh, previous game. So yeah, both I, teams could I mean, have good lines though. So the defensive lines really getting to. Yeah, I mean they're the they're they've been known as a huge run stopping defense. So yeah, and the Bucks were able to complete the comeback after or like take over the game after Mike Evans got thrown out and Scotty Miller was Tom Brady's top wide receiver target. So no Godwin, no yeah, Julio you had Jones. Scotty Miller then Perriman caught that like forty yard pass. Yeah. Perriman and Gage were the next the next to this. Perriman does up. that every year. He has that one game where he catches a fifty, sixty yard bomb and like he's like covered well and he somehow does it They'll once every year. They'll be okay. But if the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC or one of them, then the NFC is very weak. Very weak right now with injuries, and I mean the Bucks and the Eagles are the best two teams in the NFC. And Giants, each, Giants are two now. Yeah, but don't say, don't do it, Tapo. Don't say that they're. But the Giants still have roster issues. Still, I mean, come all on. right. Thank you, thank you. For saying <laughs> yes. I well, uh, speaking of the Giants, tried to try to throw the alley oop there oh, to the see Giants? if he would bite. How about those G men? Look, we still have roster issues, but two and zero is two and zero, right? It doesn't matter how you get it; it could be ugly, which this game absolutely was. Uh, I'll leave my notes in and you can just judge Let's based on it. that. Let's do it. Is this uh, the only game you took notes for? Yeah, I took notes for some games. Glad, glad we're prepared. Yeah, I'm prepared now. Um, all right. I'll go quick. I, I don't have a lot of notes, but coaching. Oh my. Like, Clay's been saying this, like, we lose this game last year if we had Joe Judge and Jason Garrett. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dable, 100%. We're so much more prepared. Like, Dable seems like a fantastic yeah, hire. Dable, I'm confident we have the coach and the GM. We just got to get the roster fixed and the G, a quarter, 100% the quarterback because Daniel Jones is the definition of mid 
Like Thank if you. you if you put Thank mid you. in the dictionary, that is Daniel Jones. Good passing rating. Like his stats, he didn't throw he didn't have a turnover. He you know, his completion percentage was high, but like is it on like eye test wise, like his, his passer rating was eighty seven point four. That's not that's fine. His, for his average yards per his average yards per completion was five point two. That's the thing. That's the thing. Five point two. That's terrible. That's terrible. Mind his, you, his QBR was. Mind you, we are going on receiver committee because Kenny Galladay, honestly, may be the worst signing in NFL history. Thank you, <laughs> I Dave don't know. Gentleman. Uh, Tremaine Johnson would like to have a word. Uh, terrible. He played two snaps. David Sills was in. Mm-hmm. So, Carson Wentz had a 99.7 rating. Carson Wentz is good, though. Like, he, didn't, he didn't play great, and Daniel Jones good. was 10 points less than that. He's still good. Yeah, Daniel Jones, I think, played worse than Carson Wentz probably did. He, he's bad. He's not even mid. He's bad. Daniel Jones? Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's he he's worse. Well, than he's mid. He, well, no, I'm not gonna say bad because if he was bad, he would have lost us that game. He did make some plays to help us eventually win. He did have a good another good fourth quarter drive to lead us to a, eventually the game winning field goal. It's but the Panthers, and it's the Ben McAdoo and Baker Mayfield yeah, Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers are a freaking in 1980. Ben McAdoo's their offensive coordinator. Matt Rule, who I wanted, into the Joe Rule Judge. Matt Rule is a terrible. Is like a bust. Uh, oh, he's God. such. A, they should fire. Their their schedule also doesn't get any easier. No. Matt ruled in Nebraska, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> he he turned around Temple. He turned around Baylor. I know. Like I said, the receivers are based on personnel because Gallo only had two snaps, and Tony last week only had. I seven. mean, th- I mean, th- let's think about how quickly uh, Matt Rule could get fired. Panthers play the Saints. They're keeping. Then they play the Cardinals, then the 49ers, then the Rams, then the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> They'll keep him for a bit. And then it's like, oh, oh, they face the Panthers and they face the Bengals. Let him go. If he gets through the Falcons again, I mean, he, they Falcons, not Panthers, Bengals, Falcons again, then Ravens, Broncos. He's not going to make it to the first Falcons. Yeah, he shouldn't. Saints, Cardinals, 49ers, Ra- that Rams, Bucks turnaround is their play calling. He's the favorite for the first coach to be fired this oh, year. Yeah. Who is Rule? Yeah. He, he, he's, I think he will be. He's lost, I, I think he's lost just about as many games as any coach that was hired when he was hired, and all those other coaches. That yeah. took over when he did have all been fired by now. I'm glad we. I'm glad we didn't get rule. I'm glad we got rid of Judge at that moment because I really wanted the, rule. So I'm happy we didn't yeah, get. Yeah, I either. wanted rule too. That w- and I remember that day. But we're fine. We have Dable. We're two and zero. Yada yada. Uh, what was I gonna say? Play calling. <laughs> Play calling is not the issue. It's personnel, obviously. Like I said, it's a roster issue. Kafka had a beautiful play call on the touchdown drive, which. Help Daniel Jones because mm-hmm. he was throwing well, three yards down the field. Wink Martindale's done a great Wink job. Wink Martindale, with, by far, yeah, is because, the MVP. Because you guys have no personnel, but what he's doing with these— By far. Y- you guys are blitzing a lot. We lost, and, yeah. And he knows that when you face guys like Baker and then Dak and Cooper Rush, you, if you can get to blitzing them, those guys don't handle pressure the best. Yeah. We, and it, it worked because your your offense has been, other than Saquon, pretty bad. Terrible, terrible, but you found ways to win games. And uh, in the NFL, when there's only 17 games in the season, every win matters. Yeah. And to, to be 2-0 and is, like, you can't just say that happens by accident. They played two pretty easy opponents, but the Giants got it done. They seem to have a good defensive coordinator now, a great head coaching oh, hire, 100%. and Saquon seems to be back pretty much. The defensive personnel, honestly... <laughs> It's better than I thought because in the fourth quarter, we didn't have Leonard Williams, and we still don't have a two-pass rushers. And Adore Jackson, McKinney, and Love are, are three safeties in corner. They're absolute beasts in this defense. They're blitzing. Love had the best 
play, the game, the play of the day, sacking Baker on third down to. Force I mean, Love balls. had he had one QB hit, one sack, two tackles for loss, and eight tack yeah. and eight solo tackles, not even like assist. I tackles. mean, we're rushing Jihad Ward and O'Shane Jimenez on this <laughs> game, and they look good, but they're not Kayvon Thibodeau, who was dominant in preseason, and Ojalari, who hopefully come back this week. But Lennon Williams did sprain his MCL. That is a big loss, like big. Because I don't even know who's gonna, I don't even know who's gonna fill a spot, and we're facing the Cowboys. Mind you, with Cooper Rush, but Cooper Rush looked okay, and the Cowboys have a good old line. I'll say this: our best player on the team isn't even on offense and defense. His name is Graham Gano, by far the best player on the team. I'm so glad we have a reliable kicker. It's kind of sad, frick. It's Gr- sad. Graham Gano is better than Saquon. It's sad. Or? Yeah, <laughs> he is because he is because Gano made four field goals. 56-yarder to win and a 51-yarder to win. Didn't you just call Saquon the best running back in the league last week? I can call him that, and I can call Graham Cano one of the best kickers. So you have the best running back and one of the best kickers. Would you rather have a reliable kicker or a reliable running back? That's a good question to have. Based on the losses that you have, I'd rather have a reliable, reliable like, like Jonathan Taylor? No, meaning like, like would you Walter rather, Payton? Would you rather have like... I'd rather have Walter Payton than Graham Cano. <laughs> What I, I so for for kicker, let's not do Gano. Would Prime you Barry would Sanders you would you rather Gano? would you rather have Justin Tucker or or, or Prime Barry Sanders? I'm taking Barry Sanders every time. No, no, no not Prime Barry Sanders. Who's like a who's like an above average running back? That's like Kareem Hunt. All right, Kareem. Hunt I'd rather have Kareem Hunt or <laughs> Justin Tucker. I'd much rather have Kareem. I'd rather Hunt. have Justin Tucker if he's guaranteed to make 95 percent of his field goals. Yeah, you know you. you, you uh, know, all right, all right. You, no, Say, you ever heard of the saying like, would you draft a kicker, number one overall, if he made every single one of his field goals? You would, and Justin I, Tucker almost guaranteed, almost guaranteed, but almost guaranteed to make all. What of his, what his really? Field if you have a good so if you have a good team, I'd rather have the kicker. If I have like a good supporting cast already, say I have I have say I have the Miami Dolphins running back room, and like my team is really good, and I need that kicker. I'd possibly go kicker. But if you need a game changer in your offense, you would rather have a guy like Kareem Hunt. Yeah, go get a receiver. Like if if okay, in uh Peyton Manning's draft class, would you rather draft Peyton Manning or Justin Tucker? Peyton Manning because yeah, that's a quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Exa- that's a because game changer. That's a, that's a game changer. That's a quarterback. That's completely different. I would rather draft You said you would draft Justin Tucker 1-1. One, one. If right. Justin Tucker was guaranteed to make 100% of his field goals, it, it would it would think you'd, you'd you would have take to him over Giants, All right, G- G- Giants on the clock. Saquon Barkley's there, but Justin Tucker's also there. Justin Tucker. Because we're still criticized for taking Saquon Barkley. Yeah, I mean, Saquon Barkley was a terrible pick. It was a bad, it was so, a bad pick. That, that draft had a rough – it was kind of a rough go up top. Yeah, let me finish my notes, and then we can get to the next game. We still have notes. Yeah, because you guys have been talking and interrupting my – Freaking analysis. Because you, you, you said your kicker was your most important player on your team. He is. He's the best player on the team. It's Gano and Saquon, and I'd say like Lennon Williams and Adore. Adore is, I think, his. And Andrew Thomas. Andrew <laughs> Thomas is a top five left tackle, and PFF, I think, hasn't graded. So how, is, how is the kicker the best guy if you have a top five left tackle? Because Graham Gano, I'd say he's a top three kicker in the league. <laughs> the, the, the third best uh, kicker you know is what? more valuable uh, than uh, the maybe, fifth best Maybe left Gano's tackle. not. Maybe Gano, all right, you make, you're making me feel better about my team then if, if Gano's not the best <laughs> player in my team. Uh, you, I'm, we're just saying you said Saquon is the best running back in the league. I said Saquon Barkley is a top three running back when healthy. When healthy. It's, is he healthy right now? He's healthy, so he's a top three running back. I wouldn't. And put you'd him on rather have Graham Gano over Saquon Barkley? Yes. For the next ten years, I would rather have Graham Gano. Yes. How old is Graham Gano? He's like tw- he's like he's like in his twenties, I think, or or oh, early thirties. He got he already got cut from one team. I think he's in his early thirties. 
He already got cut from the Panthers. And you'd rather take him over Saquon Barkley? Yeah, because we could just replace Saquon Barkley. It's hard to find a good kicker in this league. Replace Jay- him with who? Jason knows. Jason knows it's tough to find a kicker. He's 35. Yeah, he, he's 35. So you can have Graham Renault until he's 45. You could draft good running backs in the second round. Jonathan Taylor, Joe Mixon, Derek Henry. You can draft good kickers round. in the seventh round if we're talking about value picks. Yeah, but there's not a lot of good kickers. Uh, Aguayo was drafted in the fourth round. Remember that? Well, that and was a terrible pick. Yeah, Blankenship just got cut. There have been so many running backs drafted in the first round that are, haven't panned out. Clyde Rogelier was a first-round pick. Yeah, so run, I mean, running backs are, are hit or miss, and kickers are, are also definitely hit, hit and miss. <laughs> but I'd rather have a kicker because kickers don't determine uh, running backs don't determine the game. They can on six, six a tie game, sixteen sixteen with three seconds left at the fifty-yard line. Okay, but a running back can prevent you from being in that situation. Sure, but would you rather have a good receiver or a good running back? Just stack all your talents with receiver. It's becoming a passing league anyway. Sure. So, can I finish my notes, please? How many more notes do you have? I just have two. I just want to say that Monday is a whiteout game against the Cowboys. Monday Night Football. And then? And I'm going to say that everything is working against us on Monday night. Why? Because there's more pressure because we're 2-0 now and New York's a tough media market. Uh, Daniel Jones at home, terrible. Plus, Daniel Jones at primetime games, even worse. Is he worse than Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I think he's 0-6 in primetime games. Uh, and of course, the worst, the dreaded thing of all is that the this Gi- is your third note. You said you had two. Well, it's, but it's, I like comma it. I listen. <laughs> but the Giants are favored. No, don't favor us. Do not favor us. I want to be underdogs. You were. <laughs> we were two and a half point favorites against the Panthers. It flipped to plus one. We were underdogs on Sunday, and we won. I do not want to be favored against the Cowboys. I don't even know why their roster is 100. percent How are we going to stop Micah Parsons? Andrew Thomas can, but. Evan Neal can't, right now at least. And the interior offensive line is terrible. I think we have a bottom five interior offensive line. Like, God, get that fixed. But we have the coach. We have the GM. Just get the roster fixed. Go G-Man! Are you done? I am done. <laughs> One of six 2-0 teams. Uh, you're not, and we're ranked number okay, 19 on so power bad. rankings. Are you kidding me right now? Calling us one of the worst 2-0 teams of all time. Sure. But we're still 2-0, and so they're just buttered. Next. Go to the next game. I'm done. All right, Patri- and I, I Patriots. Apo- and I also okay. apologize. Nope, we're I not apo- done yet. I apologize for my one yell. I got invested into that one play, and now we're Sterling. Sterling Shepard. That was terrifying. Sterling Shepard, I apologize. Was, He's one of my uh, favorite players on the Giants. Is your hand bruised after you, you that? You punched a table. I apologize. He punched a table because he got one yard on second and two. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he, got like, he got many yards, and he danced. To not get the first down, knowing the Giants, we would have punted. It was second you got, down. You got, you it was second the third. and seven. You punched and the table. And he got six yards. Yeah, he got six yards, but he could have easily gotten the first down. Easily gotten the first down. Sure, but you punched the table. It doesn't matter because we it were. It does matter. We weren't you moving the, the ball. We weren't moving the ball. It was a tie game. I was did you get the stressed. first? Did you get the first down on the next play? On third and one is a great play. Golf fullback <laughs> dive. Exactly what I would do in Madden. All right, next game. Sorry about that, Colin. You still did punch a table. Patriots Steelers. That game, both teams are terrible. Patriots will be fine. I don't. I don't know why people are like. They're not. Their offense is terrible. That doesn't matter. Bill Belichick's the head coach. The the Steelers are terrible. Yeah, Steelers are. Te- <laughs> Steelers have the well. Steelers will be fine too. But. Their offensive line is terrible. Najee Harris can't do anything. Trubisky can't do anything. Yeah, they gotta get picking. The in only there. Deontay Johnson makes these incredible catches. I I'd say maybe like. 40, 30, 30 seconds to talk about this game. It was it was terrible. At what point are Patriots fans going to give up on Mac Jones? 
you gotta this give it, season? You gotta, give a quarterback, gonna, you gotta give a quarterback at least three years. Next year is the time to give up on them. Um, Steelers need Pickett. Steelers need Watt. You don't have to give a quarterback three years. Josh Rosen got one year. Because <laughs> they replaced him with Kyler Murray when they were terrible. The Steelers are not going to be that bad. And the Steelers have Pickett behind their, po- mm-hmm. in their pocket. Oh, how long do they stick with Mac Jones? Uh, I'd say I'd say the I think they'll probably stick with them for longer than people anticipate. Yeah, they're gonna still win. Just games. because they'll be somewhat competitive. They still have and a good line. They still have good defense. They just don't have the play calling. Oh my god, they don't have the play calling. I mean, poor Mac, Mac but, Jones. Poor Mac Jones. He's terrible. But he's terrible still. All right. Um, Colts, Jags. Colts are, I think, a Matt Ryan. The league, honestly, uh, every team is competing except for the Colts for some reason. Matt Ryan looks awful. I mean, Taylor got nine carries. He got nine carries that game? With uh, Without Pittman, this Colts offense can't throw the ball at yeah, all. They barely showed that game at Red Zone because this game was bad. It was it was just bad. Nine carries and 54 yards, so he's averaged six yards a carry. A little bit yeah. The, the I mean, Colts still have not recovered from Andrew Luck retiring right before the season started. No. It, it's been, what, it was 2018? And, and they're it's been still, four years, and they're still... They, they don't have a good quarterback. They still have the quarterback here. So. They're just getting but, washed quarterbacks year but for just, year. I, it's, every, every time I think about, like, this Colt, the Colts would have been... Ve- if Luck didn't retire, Luck would still be a top-five quarterback in the game right now. The Colts could probably be, like, Super Bowl contenders. Yeah, probably, they'd probably be right up... They'd probably be leading the AFC with the Bills, I mean, as, the odds-wise. The line is a little worse now. The Colts are, like, in the worst position you could be. Because they're like the most mid team that has a solid roster that doesn't have the quarterback. All, all they need is a quarterback, they're and they can gonna, never find the right guy. Suck the they draft. might be worse than mid. They, no, they, oh, yeah, they, this, they played the Texans the last and Jaguars and came away with zero wins. The last two years they were mid. This, they're bad now. Like they're bad. And I think it, I think it, it, Matt Rule getting fired first. Uh, uh, watch out for Frank Reich probably getting fired. Does, as well. does Jim Irsay fire coaches in the middle of the year? I don't know, but, but Ballard he, is, he's saying all the all the Dan Quinn things he say right before you're about to get fired. Like you got to look yourself in the mirror, right. got to evaluate everything. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say every those, position's up for, for grabs, every starting job's <laughs> up for grabs this season. Watch out for him getting well, fired. I I have been uh, a Reich supporter, but you cannot. Like almost start, everybody has been. You cannot I mean, start. Oh, yeah. on it. You cannot do this. I mean, and they had the Chiefs this week. Their the, their past three games I, have the Colts they, go win because the Chiefs are not a top five team. So you know the Colts, I, the, the Colts are a bottom five team potentially. Yeah. No, the Colts are gonna get destroyed that game. Um, uh, what's unless uh, the, Jag- unless, the Jaguars look good? Unless Taylor runs for two hundred yards. Yeah, I mean, this is all you need as a Jaguars fan to have. Like Doug Peterson's the guy that's supposed to come in and like turn around Trevor Lawrence, and but you got it. You yeah. Beat the Colts I mean, L- L- Lawrence looked way better this week. Yeah, the defense looked good. I, I was also so- people roast them for signing Kirk. They're, the way they're utilizing Kirk as a wide receiver <laughs> one is actually working yeah, somehow. They still practically paid a little bit less, My but yeah, they paid him way Evan too Ingram much. had 46 yards too, so that was good. The way to bring it back to the Giants after you no, just talked about him for the last 15 you. minutes. No, thank you. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> do you want to go to the Falcons Rams? Sure. What that would have been so <laughs> funny if it was the 28 to three comeback. That uh, cup. The, the Rams. The Rams are literally just cup. Like it's literally yeah. just cup on offense. Uh, I, they they ran the ball twenty five times combined with Acres and Henderson. Uh, I'm looking at what this guy, some dude, Brandon Powell, had one carry for negative twenty six yards. Uh, any- that was at the end of the game. They took a. Safety. Oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, looking at that play. I'm like, what the what the heck is that? <laughs> All right that yeah that 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 checks out. But um, I think if they really want to fix. 
Akers and Henderson, Henderson looked fine. Akers didn't look the best, but you got to try and run the football because Stafford's making way too many mistakes. He has five interceptions through the first two weeks of the season. He think it's the arm, or the elbow. I don't. I he's just could be. He's just for, new offensive I don't know, coordinator. It seems like he's just forcing it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe. Uh, they've used Higby a lot. Uh, they finally got at Robinson the ball in the red zone, and Cup is still Cup. But it imagine Cup fumbled the game away and the Falcons won. <laughs> So funny. Falcons are competing. Uh, uh, Mario does not terrible. Unlike the Colts, not great. Unlike the why Colts, is, the why Falcons why are they not using Kyle Pitts? And I'm not yeah, just saying that seven times. I'm not three ga- or for, through the first. Two I'm games. not just saying that because he's on my diet. This is a this seven is, times. This is a supposed generational tight end. You take a tight end at what fifth overall? Yeah. You think nah. Kyle Pitts is basically a wide Throw receiver? The anymore. And nah. They're they're using him as like a blocker. Use both. Use use Pitts and London. Yeah, use London. Throw him like fifteen times. I, either he's like not as good as he was advertised, like way worse, or the Falcons are just. I I don't know how you can say he's not as good though because they haven't even used him at all. Well, I mean, and then thinking last year as a rookie tight end, he looked he looked great. He he had he had a few games where he would have like seven catches for over hundred yards, and he didn't score any touch. He scored two touchdowns all year, or I think it was two, but. He he made the he he made some great plays in the preseason, some fantastic sideline catches. He's basically like a number one wide receiver playing tight end, and you're utilizing him as a blocker. Yeah, he's bigger than everyone and faster than everyone. He's, and you're yeah. just not throwing him. Yeah, the ball. he he he's faster than a linebacker, taller than any corner that'll step up on him, and is about a, a, as athletic as any other top receiver in the league. And week one, he had seven targets, and I was like, okay, that's just because Lattimore's on it. But this week. You could easily like Bobby Wagner in coverage. You're not, you're not, you're not utilizing that. And then after the game, Arthur Smith's like, "Oh, like we're just trying to win the game." It's like, yeah, maybe you'd win the game if you actually used your generational talent on the field. Yeah, maybe you wouldn't score three points in the entire first half. So ho- hopefully they, <laughs> hopefully they utilize them more because uh, Cutterell Hodge and. Olamides uh, Zacchaeus, the That's Greek right. god, cannot, they cannot be utilized in the offense over Kyle Pitts. No, that's that's just absurd. But uh, the the Rams look a little a little worrisome. But I think it's a lot of it comes from teams that play in the Super Bowl always kind of start out slow. Uh, if we want to transition, yeah, the rest of the Rams yeah. division looks <laughs> bad. Niners, uh, Seahawks. But if we want to tran, the Super Bowl hangover is real for the Bengals this year. I mean, oh, Burrow threw for under 200 yards, one touchdown. He got sacked six times. Yeah. Mixon averaged three yards a carry. It's, it's a like line they, of scrimmage issue as well. It's like they thought their offensive line was fixed. Like, well, last year they knew it was bad. Yeah. I mean, And, look, like, worked around it. And now they're just like, oh, we have a great offensive well, line now. And it's just you can not look at true. That. It's an on-paper thing versus on the field thing. They don't also, have the chemistry Burrow right now. Lyle Collins? Terrible. Oh, my yeah. God. Like Parsons last, last year I thought it was the offensive line, but – it seems like Burrow just his pocket yeah, presence just stats, isn't really there. Their stats backing it up. That like he some, is also causing a lot of yeah. He Burrow. he just sometimes the way he moves in the pocket, it seems like he just falls right into the lap of of the sack. And he, I don't know. Bengals got it's, so lucky last year. I think they're I think they're game planning better against these because the Bengals still have a top. Receiving core, I think they're game planning better. They don't want the explosive plays anymore, and the Cowboys, and and, and along with the Cowboys' pass rush of Micah Parsons is mm-hmm. an absolute unit. Well, 
Uh, I'm hoping that the Bengals don't like have their coming out party next week against us. If the Bengals start 0 3, do you get concerned that they'll miss the playoffs? I, that's like a tough hold. Yeah, to out of. I mean 0 and 3 is tough. I I will say I I thought they'd have a hangover, which is why I had them as the seventh seed when we did the little playoff preview. Yeah. I I didn't think it'd be this bad. <laughs> I mean this is. I mean because because as we saw the Steelers aren't a good team. Yeah, at all. They're extremely lucky. The AFC North absolutely was horrific this if week. If they lose to the Jets, like their season might be done. Yeah, I yeah. agree with Clayton, man, actually. I think there's I, – I don't – I mean, I lost well, the whole AFC North. What was the – Loser leaves town, Jets, Bengals. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be bad for whoever loses I mean, it. I the mean, Steelers are not going to win a that division. That bad for the Jets, but – The Browns what was maybe uh, can hold it till Deshaun what, comes what back. What was the 49ers record the year after they lost the Super Bowl? Did, I, I feel like they, they kind of came back down to earth, didn't they? They had a bad year. Yeah, they went six and ten the year after, and there were injuries, but still, I mean the the Bengals are if they start zero and three, I mean you have to to even get back to seven to nine wins after starting zero and three is tough because you can say oh it's zero and three like all you gotta do is go just above five hundred the rest of the year in the NFL when you you have to put string wins together to gain some momentum you can't just you can't just keep losing and say, oh, we made the Super Bowl last year. We'll be fine. We have talent. It doesn't work like that because if you're not yeah, it's if not, you're not putting a good product on the field and getting wins, it's not just you're not doing anything. No disrespect to the, the Joe Flacco, but like an, an 0-3 for the Bengals is facing Joe Flacco, Cooper, oh, they, they They should win that game. So that, would be, that would be a catastrophic It's a bad 0-3. Like Joe Burrow is getting out. Well, oh, I mean, think about their their own three would be Mitch Trubisky, Cooper Rush, and yeah. Joe Flacco. It's bad. Um, it's bad. I mean, the, the line of scrimmage is getting lost, and I, I think the Bengals will win against the Jets, but I think it'll be very close because I think the Jets honestly could have the favorite. I, mean, I think, have the I upper think hand we, sh- we should be competitive. Uh, the spread right now, Bengals are favored by four and a half. Which, if you at the start of the year, if you would have thought four and a half against the Joe Flacco Jets, I mean, yeah. That like, just shows you how bad they. Like if they year. were two and this, it could have been ten point spreads. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of injuries, I guess right. Well, There's but but first, it, oh, okay. it, it's it's almost two o'clock here. It is almost at two o'clock. Villanova. It's one fifty eight though. One one fifty eight. That's okay. At, it's the perfect time to read one when we're in, bet- in between games. Let's do it. Like a quick quick ad read. Check out WXVU's podcast feed available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Listen to all your WXVU shows and interviews on demand. Just search. WXVU, wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. You can listen to all the shows, including this great one, Scoop and Score, uh, from all the hardworking Villanova students. So, And you're listening to Scoop and Score on WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Just uh, really quickly, <laughs> Sauce Gardner streaming Warzone at 2.30. So right after the show, might have to hop on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he streaming Warzone? At, at like two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what is he? I guess. Uh, well, I guess they uh they have the day off after that crazy crazy win. Yeah, they they earned it. Yeah. Um, Niner Seahawks. Tough <laughs> tough Trey go for, for Trey Lance. That's terrible. You you hate seeing any injury like that, especially for a young quarterback. It's just I, he. But are are we? St- you can argue that. They're better. That they're better. They'll be fine in the NFC West with Jimmy G. Trey Lance has played. Remember, he only played one season in college. 
with North Dakota State, didn't and then play. there was the COVID year. He didn't play. Didn't play last year. Didn't play last year. Didn't. Like he, he's so young and still has like no experience. It's just, it just this is the worst case scenario for the Niners because you don't know if you have to move off him yeah. yet, and you don't know if he's good. Yeah. So, it's like that was my worry when Zach Wilson went down. If he was out for the whole year, you're saying to yourself, if you have a top five pick, do you go with the Cardinals route? Where you take Kyler Murray and get rid of Josh Rosen, or do you, you? You still, I mean, these guys were top. Lance was what? Was he two or he was three. two? Or, I think he was three. He's yeah, three. the third overall pick two years ago. You got to think he's still the guy, but it's we're going into year. It'll be year three next year, and he'll have played one. He'll have played what five quarters of NFL football. Yeah. And <laughs> and four four quarters in a complete slugfest where you don't yeah like, exactly, exactly. Where none you, of those were useful you really have no idea what he's capable of and then he throws three passes and runs it three times and then he's out. Weird spot for Garoppolo, right? Like they don't want you, but like they need you. Well, also his <laughs> he's gonna make so much money in his contract. It this was is, like this is his chance. Yeah, this he, is his chance. I think he made three hundred fifty k in bonuses just based on his play time in week <laughs> one, and he has a touchdown bonus. He has a bonus for playing time, bonus for yard. He he is this he is, is cashing There's in. There's a lot of you know, Colts could have used him. Yeah, but next year maybe. Yeah, well, Colts could have. So I mean. It, It'll it'll be interesting if he plays well this year. Will somebody finally bite on him? Because he's shown that while he he's a big time game manager, he's able to he's win games. And in winner. the NFL, winning games is all that matters. The and Niners it, are still stacked. They really yeah, do. and and you think if you put a good team around a guy like Jimmy G, he's made a Super Bowl before. So could he win one? I mean, he's he's a few. Th- they they, yeah. they they had the lead in that game. He's a few throws away, or some better play calls away from they're, possibly winning the Super Bowl. They're a star course team to make the Super Bowl. Now they need the right matchup, like because they're losing to the Bills, mm-hmm. they're losing to the Chiefs, Chargers, but they could make a Super, especially because the NFC is so weak right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. Geno Smith is just not good. I'll say it. That was fun in Week One, but also DK had one of like the best catches I've ever seen, but it got called back because of the illegal man downfield. Did you see that? It was like a one, it was like a yeah, one-handed dude. moss. Yeah, it was incredible. DK's so talented, but stuck in that offense, it's tough to do much with Geno Smith as your quarterback. <laughs> and then with the back, it's like, oh, they have a young guy, Drew Lock. I mean, come on, Drew Drew Lock's most famous moment was singing that song on the sideline, and all of Broncos Twitter was saying how he was going to be the next Aaron Rodgers. Or when he got mocked by Tom Herman in the bowl game. <laughs> that yeah, yeah, that, 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 that too. <laughs> But his biggest NFL moment yeah. is singing on the sideline. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like we'll go that. to Broncos, Texans, I guess, now. Yeah. Hackett, of former Seahawks quarterback. Hackett is Jeez a buffoon. <laughs> Hackett is so dumb. I, 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 We could all have better clock management than Hackett. They, they should hire someone like a professional Madden player and just put him on the sideline next to Hackett. Because this guy, this guy is an absolute idiot. I mean, he has no idea what he's doing. He's so indecisive. Every time there's there's a play late in the game where it's like, do you kick the field goal? Do you go for it? He's indecisive every single time. He is he even and a then good play caller. Like I'm starting this. Well, this was like a rumor, but like I feel like it's like fact that like the only reason, like you've heard, like the only reason they hired him was because they wanted they wanted Ro- they Rogers. wanted Rogers, yeah. Well, also they they they've run the ball very well the past two weeks. Because Russell Wilson, they, 
less than fifty percent completion. Yeah, th- th- that's his first time since I think I, twenty. I, I said it. I said it all along. Russ Wilson's not as good as everyone thinks he is. <laughs> I will give it two weeks, and then I will join you in that uh, because. <laughs> yeah. But they their red zone offense and clock management. the door on that take. Yeah, there's a reason that Pete Carroll never let him throw. <laughs> well, he did. He did on the stupidest time. Well, actually, yeah, the, the, the Seahawks did run the ball a lot. Yeah, yeah. And everyone thought that it was just Pete Carroll didn't like Russell Wilson, but maybe Pete Carroll knew more than we're giving him credit for. A little, Richard a Sherman little, tweeted a little out Mark yet. Sanchez action. Sherman tweeted out yesterday, too, because, you know, that defense led that team. Right? Yeah. And Sherman. Oh, Sherman, also big Jet supporter now. Guy's a big solid fan. <laughs> but, I mean, you have Javante Williams. and Mel- You have Javante. I don't even care about Melvin Gordon. You have Javante Williams. He gets 15 carries for 75 yards. Five yards a carry against the Texans. I mean, you would think they'd utilize him more. It's and then in the red zone they throw it every single play. It's like, have you not learned from what Pete Carroll did in the Super Bowl? You run the football. Full. And then the third third and one, you do like a little tight end, um, like power read option thing. Some one of the dumbest play calls I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> like literally, either QB sneak, fullback dive, or just running up the middle with Javante Williams. Yeah, it's when when the Broncos got Russell Wilson, everyone was like, "Oh, are you worried about the Broncos as a Chiefs fan?" And I said, "No, not at so all. S- they don't scare me." Everyone <laughs> laughed. Everyone laughed. So far, you seem very right about that. <laughs> we we were all dead wrong based on what we've seen so far. It, it is early, but yeah, I'm still not even even with the Chiefs not being as good as most people mm-hmm. think. I'd still just not scare the Broncos. Right. Do you want to knock off the last four games quickly? Sure. Cardinals, Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. What are we doing, Raiders? Kyler looked terrible in the first half, and then it reminded everyone (laughs) why he was number one overall pick. Well, maybe someone was like, I don't know, he heard that um, Sauce Gardner was streaming Warzone on Tuesday and was like, well, if we win, we don't (laughs) practice on Tuesday. So, yeah, but Raiders he, are Ren, not good. Renfro sold. He fumbled, falls yeah. from a row, picks it up, and then he fumbles again. That's terrible. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah. Topo, any thoughts? Uh, uh, the Raiders, I don't know if they got the right coach. I well, really don't. I mean, just that, that some of those plays Kyler Murray made, you can criticize Murray. I think it's more on Kingsbury, but – only Kyler no, and Lamar can Kyler, can run like it's that. Kyler and that's it. That is the Cardinals right now. It's pretty much Kyler. Well, because yeah, they they have no Marquise Brown isn't wide receiver one. Their O line's okay. They really, I mean, they they're wishing Hopkins comes back, but who knows if he's gonna be like the mm-hmm. Hopkins of the past. And yeah, the defense is is okay. They they're they're Zach Ertz is fine. Like mm-hmm. it's just Kyler and Cliff. Like no one trusts Cliff King. Yeah. All right, uh, Bears Packers. Oh, what a boring game! I mean, did we <laughs> Packers expect, still do we expect anything less? Well, Fe- I Fields did. <laughs> it was an awful play call, but it should have been twenty four seventeen. Running from shotgun, on but running from shotgun. You just do a QB. You do a QB sneak. The one, yeah, yeah. That was that was a uh, crystal. <laughs> but me. Is, is he? Is he? Does he normally take? Does he only take uh, snaps from shotgun? He might. I'm. I'm not is sure. He, like one of those quarterbacks. I'm not sure. But Dave Montgomery looked great. I mean, uh, Montgomery and Aaron Jones. Yeah, Jones was the big winner. Like, but they, they Fields through ele- they were down the whole game, and Fields threw eleven passes. That's concerning. Yeah. So hold on. So last week he threw what seven or eight, and this week he threw yeah. eleven. He has, he has he has under two hundred total yards. And last week you can say like, oh, it was raining, like it was a monsoon in Chicago. But this yeah, this this week. It's bad. Uh, get that man Maybe. some help. I mean, I, uh, we, Ohio uh, State quarterbacks. They how are we supposed to out. judge him? Well, I don't know if we, how are we supposed to judge him. The man has no line, no weapons, nothing. 
Lots of quarterbacks but, in that situation, though, and they still throw the ball. I, I don't know of any uh, – the Bears situation, the Bears are a mess. Bears are – Mooney had one catch for negative four. But then yards. again, like, why is Justin Fields only getting 11 passing attempts? Yeah. Completion. Yeah, I mean, uh, but – and then he's only getting 11, and then Montgomery, 15, 15 rushes. The Bears just didn't run that many plays. Yeah. Packers controlled that game. Yeah, 100% yeah. that with the Packers. But uh, and then the last night's game. Bills-Titans. Bills just both games league. are pretty much the over Bills from Titans the Bills-Titans blowout. Yeah. I mean, I mean jo- stacking Allen and Diggs in my one league was the greatest decision I've ever It sucks to say it has the e- like an Eagles hater, but like uh, best team in the AFC, best team in the NFC right now, Bills-Eagles. I mean, it's Bills. I mean, the Vikings just destroyed the Packers. Everyone thought they were legit and – the Eagles I mean, it's it's primetime Kirk Cousins. I mean, the Eagles. Oh, primetime prime time Kirk Cousins is a bottom five quarterback, and even regular Kirk Cousins is <coughs> 14, 15, or 16. He plays well. He's 14. He plays bad. He's 16. The most average quarterback in the NFL, if you account for his primetime games, he's terrible. He's right. so bad. Yeah. He, they, well, they shut down Justin Jefferson, and, and that's it. Any Anybody who thinks the Vikings can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins, I said it last week, the fact that Justin Jefferson has Kirk Cousins offense. in the MVP conversation after one week is ridiculous. It's hilarious. I have, been a, I have always been a non-believer of Kirk Cousins. When we offered him $100 million over four years, I was crossing my fingers that he did not sign with us. And I'm so happy that he chose to go to Minnesota because he is pathetically average in the NFL. Yeah, the Eagles are stacked. I mean, O-line, receivers, running back. Defense. Jalen Hurst is, is developing now. He's running like crazy. Defense, they have their secondary stacked. Their D-line stacked. I mean, on paper, they're one of the best rosters. Now, everybody would be like, oh, well, we could beat Jalen Hurts. Well, it's going to be tougher now to beat Jalen Hurts because – they're they're making the offense ar- around him. Like he was twenty six to thirty one. He threw the ball. He ran the ball. Yo, what 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 they did? What was smart? It's like what these mobile quarterbacks have to go to a team that crafts their <coughs> offense around them. The Ravens did it with Lamar. Yeah, and now they're doing it with Hurts. It's you these guys in like a normal NFL. If you put them in the Rams' offense, they would probably struggle. Yeah, but if you create an offense for them with how athletic they are, they're gonna be great. When you trust your QB, you could be aggressive, just like Harry Rosemos. He got A.J. Brown. He got James Bradbury. Uh, he signed a lot of teams to uh, – a lot of players to long yeah, contracts. The O-line was still good. Uh, he, he got better with that. He, he, he made got. sure that uh, – he made sure to figure out this year whether Hurts is the problem or whether it was the overall talent of the roster. And so far it seems like it was the talent they had last year. And now since they upgraded – Hurts is the answer because if they were bad this year, they would have just gotten a new quarterback. Because Roseman knows that I put so much talent on this roster, it has to be Hurts. That's the problem. Yeah, Roseman's not afraid to get a quarterback, so yeah. that's why it's like he's going to keep. Hurts. Well, yeah, it's like teams teams should learn from this and say if you really want to find out if your young quarterback is good or not, yeah. just stack the ro- who stack the roster with talent. <laughs> that's easier said you'll than know. done. I mean, yeah, it's easier said than done, but it's like it's like. Kind of what the Jets tried doing to a lesser extent with their offense. So yeah, we'll see. But all right, that's the that's the NFL Week Two recap for you on the Scoop Score Radio Show here on WXVU eighty nine point one, the Roar Villanova's campus radio station. Uh, it's two eleven. We're supposed to read one at two fifteen, but this is kind of the perfect time. So. Uh, did you know that WXVU 89.1 The Roar is proud to feature new and upcoming artists? Listen every Thursday at 10 p.m. for new track Thursdays. 
Uh, our curated playlist features lesser-known musicians spanning across multiple genres. Send in your suggestions. That's right. You can have an impact on what we play Thursdays at 10 o'clock. Uh, send in requests to WXVU 89.1 or 80, WXVU 891 at Villanova.edu. That's uh, WXVU 891 at Villanova.edu. And check out new track Thursdays every Thursday at 10 p.m. on WXVU 89.1, The Roar. Do we want to talk a little college football and then get into some segments? Villanova Army happened this weekend. That, that we we were hopeful that they could pull off an upset, but it was it was bad. We could not stop the run at all. Great experience, bad game. <laughs> um, I've never in my life will ever, in, probably never in my life, will see a stat line that has zero passing yards that correlates to a thirty-nine point deficit, <laughs> they, like thirty-nine point uh, difference in in scoring. I mean, Connor Watkins is like Jameis Winston now. I, yeah, I mean, it was it was against an FBS team, but uh, yeah, yeah, he, but yeah, he tried he, to make some plays. Yes, and it just wasn't it's there. It's one to one now. The ratio, like they just ran it down our throats. I mean, I was constantly just like calling out like who had the ball because it was so hard to see. I saw from <laughs> from my view, just looking at the box score, I was like, oh, Pringle had a good game, and, no, and then like that was so it. hard. They the triple option is is very tough to guard, let alone if you're getting destroyed in a lot of scrimmage. Why do you think the possible. Bears don't run a triple option? The Bears? Yeah, I mean, might as well. Chicago Bears? Yeah. <laughs> we saw how hard it was to stop because this weekend. Because in the NFL, it's a lot. I, you you might as, I, no one's going to want to try to go up against yeah, it. You can You're not winning play. anyway. Yeah, you can game plan a lot. I mean, I don't know. Like, the talent is more, like, even in if, the NFL. If they're, if, they're like, if they're, like, one and six, fields clearly can't do anything but run, why not? I know. The NFL talent-wise is more, like, even. Like you can put out the like I I bet Nova had a uh, honestly a solid game plan but like when the talent disparity is like so big yeah I mean they'd stop him on like first second and third down and then it would be like fourth and eight and they'd run for like twenty yards yeah yeah and you just it's hard to do it four downs in a row I mean like if he liked running that football you would have loved that game it was cool I mean obviously well Army scored so many times they had cannons every time they uh, they shot him across like the how lane. is the uh, how is the stadium I I I heard their uh, student section was packed was, really yeah it's and they did not leave. Like, they were there the whole yeah, time. Because they, they sing at the end. Yeah, that was very cool. Yeah, that caught me off guard, but that was nice. I heard the campus was cool. Yeah, the it was very was beautiful. nice. It was, it was very nice. Beautiful day. Um, yeah. It was, really, it was definitely, like, a lot less grand than, obviously, come on, like, Beaver. But I think I think it was a cool – like, we were not in the nosebleed seats in Beaver. Like, in Beaver. We were, like, actually, like, right down. So – Possibly what the uh, Villanova could uh, copy if they join the FBS, but thank you, Radner, pol- uh, for because that's like that's like what are we allowed to get political on here? Well, I'm not going to. Okay. I'm just going to say that I feel like Army had like a good stadium if for an inch like a joining FBS team. I mean, they had a second deck right in one of the areas. It's pretty much it, no? Yeah, and they had like a it was more, it was a lot bigger round. than Villanova's. Yeah, I think it what they the uh, very nice lady said. I think it seats forty k. That's what she I said. I thought it was closer to like fifty or sixty. It maybe can. Uh, yeah, and Villanova's like twelve k. So yeah. right. Monmouth this weekend, CAA play, is starting up. Yeah, well, Delaware passed us in the rankings, which stinks, but also sets up a a fun matchup at the end of the season. It does our overall record. No, and like the top twenty-five, they're number no, eight. We're I ten. Just, I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> as long as they go, as long as we win games, we're gonna eventually beat them. Yeah. And then uh, other games this week: Tennessee 
is hosting Florida, please, uh, Arkansas, please. A&M, Ohio State, Wisconsin. That kid's gonna be a blowout. Uh, Kansas, Duke, both three and O teams. Game day should be there. Yeah, they, college game day should be there. They're going to Knoxville instead. Yeah, I mean it. It, it should be a not, but like <laughs> it's just so funny that it's like two. It's the battle of the basketball schools. Yeah. As an undefeated college matchup, it's just uh, it's funny. yeah. I, Kansas looking good football wise. They're Our, a lot better than they they had their they tied their highest offensive point total through three games in program history with the 2018 that I think won the Orange Bowl. So they're they look like they're on the right track. That's a possibility there for Nebraska if they want to poach Kansas quarterback or Kansas head coach, but. Uh, segment time. Sure. Yeah, sure. Are are yeah. they back again? Did you prepare? I had like two. I could oh. I could share. I also have two. Well, should we should we revisit quickly from last <coughs> week? I mean, is Saquon Barkley still back? Uh, I, yes, I'd because say yes. kicker's better than him. <laughs> Saquon's still back. I think they they a hundred. I mean, why wouldn't you get? Why wouldn't you stack the box against Saquon and make Daniel Jones beat you? Like that should be the game plan for us every week, and that's what they did in the first half. And we opened up whole second half, and Saquon didn't have breakout runs, but he definitely. I mean, like, same for game. same goes for Antonio Gibson. Tough sledding, but he just had a good game. Scored a touchdown, didn't fumble the ball. As long as they had their burst, like the stat line may not show up, but if they have like their explosiveness still, I think they're they're back. And yeah. Gino, Gino's not back. We said week oh. to week, Gino's not back yet. We'll judge him again next week. He faces the Falcons <laughs> no. next week, I hope. So he should be back at that game. Maybe a roller coaster type of performance. Yeah. Well, I think the biggest are they back are Giants fans convincing everybody that Eli Manning's funny. <laughs> uh, oh Eli Manning has always been funny. I hope you guys don't he's, need any convincing. There, it's every all his humor is like scripted. Where it like yeah, might be funny on paper, but it just doesn't deliver Eli well. Eli Manning's the only so quarterback cringy. in the world that would that would, every, that would that would double flip the bird live at his rival. Every single like, every single Giants fan you talk to is trying to say how funny Eli Manning is, and like like they know deep down he's not, but have to act like he is because they're a Giants it's fan. Just, have it's to just if he's that funny, else. you don't need to say it over and over. Every time he look at this, it's so well, funny. It's, it's so funny. He, he makes what? new jokes what? every week. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's so funny, like Chad Powers. Like, come on, like no one thinks of Chad Powers that does that. Like, but yeah, but, but like Jared Goff did that like two years ago, yeah, and no even, like it was funny, and no, no one, one talked no, about it no because Giants it. fans aren't shoving it down everyone's throats. Well, it was funny, but it's just when it's when something's funny, it's just it's funny. You don't need to like. Tell yeah, it's that. hilarious. James Franklin was funny. <laughs> Chad Powers was funny, and then I was told by like ten different Giants fans how funny it was, it and was now funny. it's starting to not be as funny. It, it was a one. It was a one day thing, and now it's over. <laughs> you brought it back up. I, sorry. Uh, medical miracles or the me- modern medicine is back. Justin Moore tore his Achilles back in uh, in April last year, or in, during the final, or the Elite Eight game, right before the Final Four. A lot of people thought he could miss the entire season. Normally, Achilles could be up to eighteen months. They said he told John Fanta yesterday that he could be back. By the start of Big East play, which is mid-December, that would be it, that would be crazy. Say, From oh, April oh, to December. Also, also, even if then you can slowly bring him in during yeah, Big East play, yeah. then he'll be ready for the tournaments. Because you're thinking, yeah, he it, should be back to full it, speed. But if he can't play until February, then you have to slowly bring him in during tournament games. Yeah, when, like Michael Porter when, Jr. When, when your whole offense is settled for the year, it's tough to just throw someone in. I mean, if he can come, if he can actually, like, crossing our fingers, 
if he can be back by then, that is huge. Yeah, because I thought it should be over by February. Because so. our, our, our only real question mark this year is what are they going to do at guard? Point guard specifically. And if if he can come back, you just throw him at point guard and have Daniels at shooting guard. And then, yeah. I mean, we know. Yeah. It kicks out the fifth starter because Whitmore will start. So yeah, it's going to be lineup will be more Slater, Slater, Slater Whitmore, Whitmore, Dixon. Dixon. Not Longino. If Longino's playing better than Dixon, yeah, put Longino in. That's fine. And whatever, just whatever's working best. I mean, Longino might be the best defender and, out of and, those and, five. And, and those honestly, they, they, don't, I, they don't really have to throw more in the starting lineup right away. Let them get back in. No. He could still but, be a six-man like the Daniels that comes off the bench and yeah. averages 30 I mean, there are four minutes. guys who could legitimately, legitimately start at point guard. And we don't really know what it's going to look like. Yeah. But, yeah. like, we, we assume that Daniels is going to be in the starting lineup for sure. Mm-hmm. And so, like, they could move him at point guard or the offense will be around him, him at like. shooting guard and have Armstrong or Brizzy play point guard, especially because Brizzy had a whole year last year to learn. Armstrong has that experience playing yeah. Ar- Armstrong on the USA team. probably the more talented, but Brizzy knows the system better. And, yeah, Brizzy's worked with everyone on the team already. But, and then you have, like, Archie Diacono. But no. but then you have you have that Armstrong Whitmore connection. I don't know. But you you have a Brizzy like connection every, with everyone every, else because he played with everyone. them all last year. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. starting a true freshman. It'll yeah. Be intriguing. So you have Armstrong in when Whitmore's in, and then you put Brizzy in. You could in Brizzy and Longino. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also like ha- having they're both the same freshman. Ha- class. Having Longino come off the bench could work out well because he is probably uh, our best. He's definitely our best uh, guard defender for sure. So. You have him come off the bench, and then he can like he can be like the finisher in those close games where he can try and lock down. If yeah. Daniel starts point though, I think Longino starts at shooting guard. Probably, yeah, yeah. Which I think is going to happen because I think the offense will be tailored at Daniels. They've been hyping up that like Kyle Daniels is going to break out. I mean, he I mean he was great off the bench last year. I mean, he's a he's as a scorer, he's he was up there with just about anyone as a six man scorer. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, Even though you want to facilitate it, you really do want to facilitate. At least in Miller basketball, you want someone who can facilitate. Daniels hasn't done that yeah. well. They have a lot of talent on their roster. Oh, they'll be fine. Uh, no, I'm that's so a good problem to have. And if they're good yeah. in December, and one also, more comes like, back against UConn. Let them debut against UConn. Let's, let's shut those fans up. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. big, that's, the, that's the best biggies ride right now, according to the Fox. Like, half, half of UConn. The, the, UConn probably only voted, and UConn – just voted Nova because they just. I mean, to be us. yeah, I mean, th- but that that Nova UConn game was so much fun. Oh, it's a uh, it's gonna be big because it's at UConn too. So like, yeah. let's let's beat them at UConn and then we win at home most of the time. I hope. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that game will be knock at, on wood. That game well, will be at Wells Fargo, so we'll see. I think it's Marquette. Uh, all right, I have one uh, that I I did yesterday as like a joke, but it's gonna come back eventually down the line. I think it's back though. The NFL transitive property, a.k.a. my team <laughs> yes. is better than your team. I was like, if the Giants beat the Titans and the Titans beat the Bills, the Giants are better than the Bills. That was me yesterday. Obviously, it didn't happen. But it's going to be a lot of things. Oh, yeah. like the Jets mm-hmm. beat the Browns and the Browns beat the uh, – who did the Browns beat in week one? The Panthers. Uh, Panthers. The Panthers. <laughs> and the Panthers beat, beat the though. We're going to have to wait a long Pan- time. And the Panthers <laughs> beat the Giants and the Jets are better than the Giants. You know, like that, that, that stuff. But it's gonna definitely co- college is it's probably definitely up. oh college it's so much fun just trying to find like the the worst team you can go I mean once Bama loses like it's yeah. fun going like all the way up to Bama yeah and even you can say like play Texas close or so if you can blow out Texas then you're better than Alabama yeah 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 like uh I think there's Kansas beat Houston Houston 
Uh, might have been with Texas Tech. I don't uh, know. Team but one. what do you want, Kansas and uh, <laughs> Kansas and yeah, well, talking to the mic. Kansas and South Carolina. Let's do it. Let's do, do it. You, do, you, do you have a website pulled yeah, up? Yeah, I got the my team is better than your team website. <laughs> That's not gonna. So you're saying that. Kansas is better than South Carolina? Yep, they are right now. Up, uh, oh, nothing. Weird. All right. Well, it it will show eventually. But moving on. I have one more I could do right now quickly. It's okay. it's, it's simple one because, and you'll agree with that. It's the constant Tom Brady rants, and the rest protecting Tom Brady. Like it's a Tom Brady show. He threw an iPad. Oh, Kansas beat Houston. Houston beat UTSA. UTSA uh, beat Army. Got blown out by Texas, uh, and then Texas barely lost to Alabama. Wow, that it doesn't really work yet, but yeah, but, yeah. It, it'll be back in two weeks or so. Tom Brady rants. He's throwing iPads. He's crying on live television. And then Mike Evans is pushing Lana more. And you can you can hear the lip mouth thing saying, "But it's Tom Brady. I have to protect him." Whatever to the refs. I mean, Tom Brady and the refs and Tom Brady. They're such iPads a great package. are being thrown. iPads being against the Saints again. Second straight year, time against the Saints. The regular yeah. season Saints gave him so yeah, much well, trouble. Yeah, well, the one I you can say uh, Sanford is better than South Carolina. Because they only lost to Georgia. Sam. 30. Wait, Dan Sa- or Sam? Sam. Like the one in Alabama? Yeah. Sam- Samford. Okay. Samford lost to <laughs> They Georgia. only lost to Georgia 33 nothing. South Carolina lost 48-7. to South oh Carolina God. beat North Carolina. Um, well, they're better because they lost to Georgia State. Uh, no, they... South Carolina almost <laughs> lost to Georgia State. Sanford almost. better than South Carolina. South Carolina is better than North Carolina. North Carolina beat App State, and App State beat Texas a so Sanford's better than Texas A&M. I honestly think Sanford could beat Texas A&M. <laughs> Texas A&M's not good. Well, I, at the top of my head, they were the only ranked team I could think of that could <laughs> uh, that could have the the loss to yeah. Uh, two yeah two FCS teams basically. Uh, my last one is just random like Reddit sets that somehow are true. Like the Dolphins, the last nineteen games, so dating back to the start of last season. When the opposing quarterback has an O in their last name, they win. And when he doesn't have an O in their la- his last name, they lose. The last 19 times this has been the Wait, case. Wait, what, what? So, like, like, Lamar Jackson has an O in his last name. Jackson, there's an O. So, they beat the Ravens. But, oh. like, when they play the Bills at Josh Allen, A-L-L-E-N, there's no O, so they lose. <sighs> the last Zach 19 times. An o. Oh, and oh. Flacco has an O. <laughs> Mike White doesn't have an O. <laughs> So, yeah, just random stats like that are That's like coming back now. I have one more, yeah. actually, and this is a good one. Because this is the definition of he is back. Because he is making his debut today. The most handsome man in baseball, Harrison Bader, is back. Yes, he is. He is Woo! back. Woo! Let's go. Finally, our piece of the trade. The trade that we lost, <laughs> even though we didn't, never, never got a chance to see Bader. He is back. Thank you. No more Hicks. Get away from as me, a, Hicks. As a Cardinals fan, you guys are putting a lot of hope on Harrison Bader, I, and that's I, not going to end well. I don't think they're going to boo him as quickly as you think. I, well, I don't think I don't they're going to boo him at all. Him, but he's uh, just not going to like change a lot. Harrison Bader, maybe we'll be using left. Uh, into the center. Doesn't well, you matter, see, though. he'll be hitting like seven or eight or nine. Yeah, he won't be in the top six because I think Oswaldo Cabrera would just blew up. But yeah, can't wait. The Pirates today, man. Let's do it. It's a must-watch game now every single time because Aaron Judge is yeah. on his quest to to sixty-two. Well, we are nearing. 
We are nearing 3 and o'clock. Pulos on his quest to 700. Uh, it's nearing 2.30. So thank you to everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed our uh, week two recap. And hopefully we'll be back Go next Cats. week with another uh, Go another Cats. little Victory Monday celebration from all three of us. Go Cats and go Yankees. Thank you, guys. Bees up. Go, go Cats. Aaron Judge. Feel the wind in your 